are people spending their money? And are they spending it on travel? And what are their expectations when they book travel? And how can you, the travel professional, take advantage of these trends that we're going to talk about today? This is the Home-Based Travel Agent Show, and we're on show number 447. And this is what we're discussing today in this show. And I'm Barry Kant, your host, and I'm looking forward to you joining me today and to learn about these important topics that impact your business. You are the number one ingredient in this show, so I love to hear from you. So please drop me a line and give me a suggestion or whatever. And you can do that in my email at Barry, B-A-R-R-Y at hometravelagent.net. Or you can make a comment on Facebook at facebook.com slash H-B-T-A-S. And if you want to hear more shows like this and on dozens of topics related to the travel trade, then you can make a visit to our website at hometravelagent.net. And on the website, you'll be able to search the different topics, uh, search keywords. So you can find a whole lot of shows, actually more than 400 shows to uh, to listen to and find the topics that you're interested in. So take a visit over there. Now, with all that, let's, uh, let's jump into the heart of the show. And we're going to have a great interview right now. Well, I want to introduce uh, Dara Bush, and she's with 5WPR, and I just want to mention that 5WPR is ranked as the ninth largest travel public relations agency uh, in the world, as I take it. That's quite an accomplishment. And Dara is co-CEO and leader of consumer practice at 5WPR. Uh, after that short introduction, I, I want to turn it over to, Dar- to uh, Dara and have her tell us a little bit about herself and what the company is all about. And then we're going to get into some content about how consumer spending relates to you as a travel advisor and of the travel business. And welcome to the show, Dara. Thank you very much, Barry. It's great to be here. I'm Dara Bush. I oversee the consumer side to 5WPR. And that includes an amazing lifestyle team, which really taps into the lifestyle of consumers who want to travel, who want to experience different things in their lives. And so, you know, when I when I came in a few years ago, one of the things that we did from the jump is looking at what our clients sort of looked at as it relates to travel and hospitality and even entertainment for, for that matter. And it all sort of leveled back into the, the idea that consumers want to feel like they're part of a lifestyle and how do how do different brands and activities really tap into the lifestyle of that consumer and so that's really what we do um, at 5w we're we're based in new york city we have clients all over the world um, which makes it really fun especially for those of us who love to travel to see clients we get to see clients all over the world but i have a long history in 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 consumer luxury brands entertainment travel I represented for almost 20 years the Miss Universe organization and traveled the world with them, working with host countries, um, both domestically and internationally, and really tapping into what makes every place different and what makes them tick. So it's really great to be here and to, to talk a little bit today about our consumer report, which we have done over the last few years. And we have really spent some time trying to analyze consumer behavior so we can be better at our jobs because if we're going to talk about consumers, we need to understand consumers. 
Very good. In in dealing with you know the travel trade and, and being one of the the bigger players in that business, what do you see out there in terms of people and their desire to travel, especially in light of you know with us just coming off the the pandemic? It's, it's a different world than we had a couple of years ago, three years ago. Well, one of the things that we did a few years ago is and and before COVID, we did a consumer report because we felt like. How do we understand consumers if we can't listen to consumers? So we did a survey and we created a report so we could really tap into the, to the behaviors of consumers. And what we found is that, especially right now, is consumers are really trying to travel again. They are absolutely sick of being stuck at home. They do not want to spend another year going on short little drives. They want to, they want to travel and they want to go back to their, to their pre-pandemic lives where they are out and about and really traveling again. And so what we found is that consumers in general, when we, when we looked at what we ranked, like what would you spend money on to splurge on? Number one was dining, which I think is kind of similar to travel. And number two is travel and experiences. And so I, I think that travel is back in a big way, and I think it's going to continue to grow. Now, I, I know there's a variety of experiences that people can engage in when they travel, but do you find one type of experience that's more preferable than, than others? Dining, of course, but any, anything else? I think that, that you know, people have gotten very health conscious. And one of the things that COVID also did was it got people out and walking. Right. All of a sudden, people had nothing else to do. So what did they do? They walked with their significant others. They walked with their families and they got out and they they were active. And, and for many people, for the first time in many, many years, they were out walking around because really that was the only thing to do. And so I do think that what we've seen is travel experiences where people aren't just sitting on a beach, but also hiking, exploring has been certainly a big part of what 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 travel has 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 evolved into as we are on sort of I can't say that pandemic's over, but as we we look at pandemic 2.0 and travel, people wanting to experience more and experience more outside versus inside, or just sitting on a beach. Where do you think they would be spending their money? Would it would it be domestically? You know, in the United States, would it be abroad? What kind of experiences are they looking for, but, but not only that, but, but where, where are they looking for those experiences? So I, I think that in the past year, it was very much domestically. I think there was, um, from, from what we've seen, there was a fear of, you know, how do I get into this country? I think there's a fear of how do I get into this country? Um, am I going to be able to get out of it? What are the, what are the restrictions? And because many of those restrictions have been lifted, there is a real opportunity now for people to travel internationally. And so what we find, and especially with clients that we're working with, like the Moroccan Tourism Board, there is certainly people want to travel and really explore the world again. And that's really exciting. Do you think there's still a fear uh, with people in terms of, of traveling internationally because of the airlines the, the problems that the airlines have been having recently and you know just how do you see that play into the what's happening right right now currently so i think there's two pieces to that one is the very unknown you know factor that you you might not get home or you might not get out you might miss part of your vacation that you know travel 
airline travel has been very, very, you know, unpredictable lately. And so that is certainly something that that gets on, on people's minds and, and concerns them. And then the other piece is, if I get to this country, this place that I'm going to, and I end up with COVID and I end up very sick, how am I going to get home? Am I going to get stuck there? And so I do think that that fear is very real. But the majority of people are sick and tired of sort of living under a rock and they're willing to sacrifice and willing to say, you know what, if I get stuck there, I'll bring my computer and I'll work from there because my, my office is letting me, you know, work remotely. And so people have become a little bit more adventurous as it, as it relates to saying, you know what, I'm just going to go for it and whatever happens, happens. And if I get delayed a day or two in this country and I can't get back in, I'll just work remotely. Yeah. And- you know, and that, that brings me to a conclusion that I'd like to see people draw, and that conclusion would be a travel agent, travel advisor, is worth their weight in gold now because they so can help much. you maneuver the airlines, maneuver all the restrictions, even help you out if you do get COVID and, and find care for you. I mean, you just have your own personal assistant there with a the travel agent. So I, I think that travel agents are, are more important than ever for a lot of reasons. But one is the Internet, which used to be everybody's trusted source that would tell you exactly, you know, where you could go. The reviews were live. Some of that information is really old now. And so three years ago, a place could have been the greatest destination and it could have had the greatest excursions. And so if you book solely using the Internet, you spend a lot of time and a lot of money going into the unknown. And, a, you know, a travel an agent or advisor can certainly help and navigate the here and the now, which um, the Internet can be very misleading right now. And so, you know, I think that what we find with consumers is that they really are looking to travel agents to help plan their trips, because if they're going to spend the time and the money and the effort, they want to do it right. Looking, looking at pre-pandemic, a lot of travel was booked online, and it probably still is through the big box uh, web, websites. And, you know, we've just been talking about how important it is to have somebody that that can act personally for you. That brings up another trend, and that's the trend that your report talks about, and that's shopping locally. Mm -hmm. And and most travel agents are local, brick and mortar. We have home-based, and we have regional travel agents, you know, of all kinds. But shopping locally is a trend that you identified, and I want to tie that into how important that is, that trend is for travel agents. Absolutely. One of the things that came out of the last few years is that people like to support their local community. Um, And whether that's a big box retailer or a big conglomerate, um, you know, travel partner, people want to connect to local humans that can help guide them and that they can trust. And, you know, what we found in in consumers is they want to spend some time in person and they want to shop in person. And that includes meeting and sitting down with a travel agent, sitting across the table with somebody who can really, you can see in their eyes what they're saying. You can trust them as opposed to just some, you know, internet service or somebody on the phone, really spending that time and connecting with someone locally is really important. And, and consumers want to see local, local storefronts exist. They don't want to see, you know, these local storefronts fall because of the lack of business. And so they really are trying to get in and to support 
local businesses across the board, whether that's a, a little market or a travel agent or a hardware store or a clothing store. They want to support the local retailer. You know, another statistic that I ran across was that, I may not have this exact, but 80% of the money that's spent locally stays in the local area. Correct. That's People, important. Yeah, they want to buy and spend locally. And and I think that part of that, you know, people, because they they were so homebound for so long, they there's a new appreciation for wanting to buy and spend locally in their own community. And not only that, you know, the, the folks that usually own those stores also live in the community. So it's, you know, Susie's uncle's brother's sister is, you know, that person. And so how could I not support Susie's brother's uncle's sister, right? Like, I'd rather support someone I know than some stranger who I'll never meet, right? I'd rather give back to people who, who matter to my community. And, and that's big. Absolutely. And, you know, the report says, and I like this, I like the way they say it in your report, is that as, as someone in the, in the retail business, retail travel business, you should shout from the rooftops to shop locally. And, and Absolutely. How, how would a travel agent do that? Or how would a, a local business shout from the rooftops that, hey, I'm a local business here? Well, one of the best ways that a local business um, can have their, their, their customers shout is as they're traveling and going on this incredible trip that the travel agent booked for them is to make sure that that they try, they tag that travel agent, right? And so that way people locally, you know, if, if my friend, I see my friends going on this amazing, you know, trip to Costa Rica, and I see that they have tagged this travel agent throughout that experience, gosh, I'm going to go to them too. It seems like a great way for me to have that same experience that my friend is having. So one of the ways is for them to use other people to shout on their behalf, get involved in the community, right? Make sure that, and by the way, when they're tagging you, make sure that you're also tagging them back and making sure that you're, you're making some noise on social about the great trips that you're, that you're booking, but also get involved in the community. If there's a local walk, be present there. Make sure that you're, you're there. Meet people. Get out and about. Advertise in local newspapers. You know, anything that you can to be out and about and around that local community. People know you, People want to work with you. They want to support locally. And the more that you shout from the rooftops, meaning connecting with local consumers across the board, the better uh, better marketing you will ever have. Social media is going to play into that. But one thing that, that kind of jumping back a little bit is the ease of use. I mean, that, that's a big trend too. How does that work? I mean, if I walk into a travel agent and same day or th with, within the same hour, I want to walk out with a trip booked, probably, uh, the way I'm taking uh, the information that I've got. Is that is that what you're saying? Absolutely. I think that when you look at the experience with a travel agent where you sit down with them, you, you're not trying to navigate, um, oh, did I miss this? What do I need to do? they make it really easy for you. And, and I think that's a, that's a big piece to it is our lives are as hectic as they can be now, right? And everything that we do online, right? We're, we're talking and looking at each other online instead of being face-to-face, -face, right? The world has become a very, very digitalized place where we're constantly interacting with our computers or our phones. But to be able to spend time with a human being who's going to actually take away all the questions. Am I clicking on this? Did I book it right? And just hand you what you're dying for, which is a great trip. 
it's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, and and to walk out with that trip in hand. Uh, I that think envelope, that awesome that, envelope that has yeah. all your papers in it. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing like that. Yeah, and, you know, I think I, I do think travel agents in the past have taken some time in getting those trips booked, and and I I think that's opposite of the trend right now. I think we all have to be aware of that. They, consumers now want they want to shop local. They they want that personal contact. They want to stay in the community, but they still want to walk out your door with something in hand that they're going to go. And not just something, Barry, something trusted, right? Right. Something that they walk out of there and say, I know that if I'm going to go on this trip and I'm going to spend this money and I'm going to risk maybe getting stuck in, you know, in, in, in some foreign place that I know that whatever I'm going to, it's going to be just right for me and for my family because the person at the other side of that table gets me. It's not some robot through a computer looking at algorithms. It's some human across that gets me. And financing, buying things on credit card nowadays, you know, everybody's doing it. Cash, unfortunately, I think, but cash is becoming a thing of the past. And and people want to walk in and they want to have it paid for and they want to have it booked. Yes. Well, one of the things that we, we asked in this consumer report that we did is, are you willing to splurge on something if you can pay for it in installments? And 62% of the people that we reached out to were like, yes, I will splurge on something because if I know that I can get something more than, than, than maybe what I have in my, my, my bank account or budgeted for, then I will pay for it in installments. And guess what? I can do something above and beyond what I ever expected and imagined. And so people are really, they're willing to, to double down. They're willing to splurge and knowing that they can pay for it in installments is huge for them. That's kind of like the layaway plan for the traveler, you know, (laughs) I want to walk in, I want to put a deposit down, and this does happen in travel agencies, but I want to walk in and put a deposit down, but, but maybe in, uh, in two weeks I want to come in and pay some more, and, and you know, if, if, if travel advisor can, can accommodate those types of things, that's, that's I think, what people want. Absolutely, and, and you know, that's, that's the way of the future because, you know, we, we all live such crazy lives, but if you can invest in something, which I consider you know, the idea of investing in a vacation, if you can invest in something and pay it off over time, then you can blow out sort of that idea that you have to stay within such a small mindset of, of what you can do and how you can do it. You can, you can take those excursions, you can upgrade that room, you can, you know, have an ocean view if, that's, if those are things that are important to you that you might not ever have done before. Exactly. Looking at, at all of this and having that local experience, but travel agents need an online presence. And how do you merge an online presence with a local shopping experience? Every, everybody looks online. And so obviously SEO and Google searches matter, making sure that locally that you, when someone Googles in the local area, where that they can get travel help and travel advice that you pop up. And it, and it feeds to your website and folks want to use a website as a source of research. And so my suggestion would be is don't put so much on there as a local travel agent that people won't come in to see you, but put enough in there that is going to excite someone and show them that you know what you're, what you're doing, that you're, that you're a trusted resource. And certainly if there's a way to show some testimonials, the testimonials are key. 
um, what we find across the board, whether that's with a travel uh, client or a beauty client or with a health service, no matter what it is, is testimonials are so important. And so what that means is let people do the talking for you. Let your, your customers do the talking for you. Show people, we went here, this was our vacation, I have a family of five, you know, and, and talk about your experience and how that experience with that travel agent really understood you and this is what the outcome of that of that trip was. And so those testimonials are huge. Show that picture of that family, you know, zip lining in, in, in a remote part of the world. Show those things because people really say, I can relate to that. I want to go on that too. Let me call them or let me go in to see them. Exactly. That is so important. And claiming your business page on Google is probably one of the most important things you can do and make sure that business page is populated and populated with those testimonials. Uh, and it can't be stock and it can't be stock images, Barry. It's got to be real stuff. Like there's so many times that you go to this business and it's this mom and pop store. And instead of using great, you know, images of from people and maybe they're not the most, maybe there's somebody in the background and maybe they're not perfect, but don't just rely on stock images. Make it human. People want to see human things. They want to see things that are real. I think in consumers today are so used to looking online and every picture is doctored and everything is, is not exactly what it, what it is. And so show people real. That's what people want to see. They want to see real experiences, especially for travel. Oh yeah, that's, that's great advice. I see so many stock images nowadays that it, it almost turns me off in a way, you know, it, yes. it's just too much. Why would you want to do this or go there or do that if you don't really trust the picture, right? Everything is so perfect, but not everything is so perfect and it shouldn't be. No, no. And, and I like that, incorporating uh, the personal experience with a photograph. I think that's so key. Looking at, at some of the things that, that, that people do, how would you say that they might take an online experience and then translate that into a local shopping experience. In other words, I look at something online, but but I'm seeing it online. How, how do I translate that into a local experience? In other words, do you set up an, a calendar for people so that they can book an appointment with you? Do you create, you, you know, obviously leave your phone number? What, what are some things that can, can tie those sure. online shopping experiences with the local experience? Well, one is, is that you can put in your information and ask for a call back, right? Two is you can have a, a link to a calendar through a service like Calendly, where you click and you can schedule that appointment with ease. So it's not you trying to go back and forth with someone. Can you do two at Wednesday? No, I can do four. On, no, you, you go right into their calendar. Blip. That works for me. Done. Right. It makes it easy. And so I think that um, everybody, everything for consumers right now is ease. They don't, they don't want to make anything harder. They want to make it easier. So if you have a contact us, don't make it 30 lines, make it short and sweet. Nobody wants to spend all day filling in. I'm thinking of traveling here. I have a family of five. I'd like a warm vacation as opposed to a cold vacation. And I'd like five-star hotels. Spend the time talking to the person. Don't make them fill it all out on your website. We're too busy. Consumers are too busy. They don't want to get bogged down with, you know, lines and lines of data to input. Make it a real humanistic conversation, put just enough that you can get back in touch with them and get them in front of you to take it to the next level. Exactly. And, and you can stress that on your website or 
uh, or in your social media accounts that you really want to talk to people, get to know them and know what they like in terms of, of how they want to travel and where they want to go. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't put a form on a web page to do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One thing that your report touched on that we haven't touched on yet is people are really environmentally conscious nowadays. Yeah. And that's an important consideration for the, when they purchase. Consumers have, care more than ever about the earth. They care more about transparency when it comes to brands having either whether they're CSR initiatives, really focusing on sustainability and looking at having a standing for something, having purpose. And so what we find is that consumers are supporting brands that either have a similar passion as they do, or they're attracted to whatever that, that CSR initiative is for that brand. But consumers want to tap into and, and go to places that they feel like they can support them because they, they, they stand for the same things as they do. And so if that costs a little bit more, you know, they're going to pick the sustainable location. They're going to look at a place that composts over a place that, you know, doesn't, you know, they want to share similar passions with the places that they go and visit. And so it's really important that certainly um, you focus and understand who your consumer is, who your clientele is, and make sure that you find places that ladder up to what their passions are. And, and, they, and the other thing is, is that, you know, brands and resorts and different you know, different locations need to make sure that they're also being transparent. That sometimes what we find is that a brand or a place will pretend like, you know, we care about this and we care about that, but as you dig down deeper, it's all smoke and mirrors. And today with the internet, consumers can see right through that. And so making sure that if you're gonna say that, that a resort cares about sustainability, you better make sure that resort cares about sustainability or you're gonna have a really miserable client when they get there and they see that that's not the case. That sounds like some of the advice you're probably giving your clients is do what you say you're doing. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You have to, you can't just walk the walk and talk the talk. You have to actually do it. And so it's not, people have to really spend the time and invest in what they're doing from corporate social responsibility standpoint. As we're moving to a close here, is there anything that we haven't talked about yet uh, that we've left out that should be mentioned as? I don't think so. The only thing that I would also mention is that we didn't talk about is influencers. And, you know, influencers is such a janky thing right now today, right? Because there's sponsored content, there's unique content. And so um, one of the things that I find consumers really do is they look to influencers. And, and I'm not talking about the sponsored posts. I'm talking about when an influencer goes and does something and experiences it genuinely. Not They're not being paid for the for the visit or whatever it is that consumers are really dying to go to some of those places and do those, those mirror that experience. And so what I would say is as a, as a travel agent and certainly keep a pulse on where people are going and what they're doing, especially from a non-sponsored standpoint, because you're going to find that what happens to trend is that if you have a big influencer and, or a few big influencers and they start to go to similar trips, you're going to find that all of a sudden people are asking about those types of trips, whether their kids follow those influencers and say, so-and-so just went here with their family. We should do this next time. And then, you know, mom's antenna goes up and says, hmm, let me Google that. Well, that seems kind of cool. So I would say, you know, having a pulse on influencers, looking at some of those, those fun influencers, seeing where they're going and certainly 
coming up with, you know, similar trips. So you're, you're at the ready with it is always a good, a good place to start. I guess the, the, the image that's coming up in my mind is, is I have an influencer YouTube couple who have mm-hmm. uh, not recently, but a, maybe three years ago, traveled to Morocco and they did a series of videos of their experiences in Morocco. I guess a couple of things there. One, for the travel advisor, would it be good to contact those influencers and say, you know, where are you going next? Maybe you're going to some place that I specialize in. Can I advertise or have you mentioned me in your in your YouTube video? Well, or... the problem with that is that they're very costly. So, so, and they probably, they have agents, they're more, the big influencers are more um, harder to get to than a real celebrity these days, believe it or not. Yeah. Then the second thought I had in mind, well then, if you're looking at, at influencers to identify trends as, in terms of where people are traveling, then maybe doing some searches in, in YouTube to see uh, where people, where these influencers are going and how many views they get. You know, how, how many times are their videos touched based upon the location that they're going to and try to get some idea of that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I would take it one further to say, if there's an influencer that goes on this great trip to Morocco, for example, and you're trying to, you know, you're talking through some options with your client as a, as a travel agent, and Mar- Morocco is one of those options, then go look and see what influencers had incredible trips to Morocco because they have mastered the art of, you know, showing that unfold over social. And so that's a great way for your clientele to really see what it's like to go to Morocco with a family and, and, and see what it's like if that influencer is there with a family, et cetera. Oh, okay. On top of that, then it would be good to refer your clients to some of those influencer videos so that they can see what, what they're probably uh, going to experience at the destination. It's going to be a little more real than the than the you know the video that that the tourism board put together, right? Or the hotel put together. But it certainly it's not going to show the dark and the ugly. But it will certainly show from that influencer's point of view what it's like to travel to this destination. Great information. I I really appreciate the the opportunity to have have this this, this discussion with you, and and learn more about how people can connect with with these trends. How can people, if they're interested in your business there, how, how do they connect with, with you? Sure. So the best way to connect to us is to go to 5WPR.com. And our, by the way, our full consumer report is there under our research section. And so certainly can reach out to us that way. They can get to me through um, the link there where it says contact us, just say for Dara Bush, which is easy. Or, you know, anybody can reach out to me via email or LinkedIn. I always love having great, smart conversations with folks in the travel industry. It's a big part of our business and, uh, and we love working on it. Just to highlight what maybe once again, some of the things that you do for the travel trade. I mean, so people have, sure. have that connection as well. More we of work on... Of course, we work on destinations. We work with local resorts like Foxwoods um, Hotel and Casino in Connecticut. We work with, you know, as I mentioned, to Morocco. We work with companies like Circle Line. We, we work with private airlines like ExoJet. So, so across the board, we work with all different types of brands in the travel industry and both luxurious and more for, for folks on a, on a travel budget. But we certainly work in all different ways. We we do events where we, you know, connect directly with travel agents, and we also tend to get a ton of great coverage for the clients that we represent in that sector. 
And, I, and once again, I, I thank you so much. It's, it's been a great interview and, and a lot of good information for, for the travel trade here on the Home Base Travel Agent Show. Certainly a pleasure to, to meet you, and we hope to have you back maybe, and we'll talk about some new trends. I love it. Come up. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, thank I you. I love it. This has been great, Barry. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, wasn't Tara great? You know, she has a lot of great information, and it was just wonderful that she's sharing this with us. And I want to thank Tara for being our guest today. And I want to thank you for taking some time out of your busy day to be here with us as we discuss important topics for the travel trade. And as we close here, I want to wish you all safe travels, stay healthy, and we will be back soon with another show. So bye-bye for now. Take care, everybody.